Welcome to today's show. We have an absolute treat for you today, family. Before we get started, if you would just be so kind and take a moment on whatever platform you listen on, please give us a rating and a review. That will help us reach more people looking for mindset content. Thank you so much. Today, we're going to talk about a recession-proof mindset. If you want to thrive during a recession, you need a recession-proof mindset. I want to quickly share with you an overview so that you have an understanding of what the recession is. The National Bureau of Economic Research, founded in 1920, yes, 1920, they are the highest ranking authority in the U.S. and are a nonpartisan entity responsible for declaring entry into a recession and as well as the indicators that prove a recession has concluded. They say the definition of recession is a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and lasts more than a few months. Now, if you take the same definition and listen to an economist talk through it, he or she will say that, no, it's two full quarters, which is a total of at least six months in duration. How do you measure that? When they're making all of these deductions, what do they use as their benchmark to gain an appreciation for this decline? And that's called GDP, gross domestic product. GDP is the total value of goods produced and services provided in a country during a one-year period. And if you're like many of us, you go, well, why is an economic retraction, so-called recession, so scary and newsworthy anyway? It's a good question. Bottom line up front is fear. The number one fear is being laid off, right? Your company not being able to survive that period. Number two, the fear of lower stock prices and how that's going to impact your retirement. And then the fear of lower home equity. If you're heavily leveraged against your home, that could call into question some of the loans that you may have, creating another set of unfriendly circumstances. I took a look at Google just a few hours ago. And my search terms were, are millionaires made during a recession? There was an overwhelming response, and it was at least 80% positive. I then said, are billionaires made during recessions? Again, overwhelming response, at least 80-85%, yes. And I think the takeaway is this, when you have an economic downturn, the fear of poverty, the fear of losing everything and entering into a homeless state, which is akin to poverty, is paramount. We do have on record families, maybe even friends, and certainly history that proves that there are some things that occur that are lackluster, to say the very least, during a recession, and sometimes they have impact that is far-reaching. Jim Cramer 
is one of my stock market mentors. I used to watch his Mad Money show every afternoon to gain a perspective on the markets. And effectively, he would always quote Warren Buffett, seven richest billionaire in the world. And Warren would say, you should be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. So if we apply that statement to this current period, this is an outstanding time for you to create your business, for you to pursue that dream. But it's going to take an awful lot of faith and it's going to take an awful lot of guts to launch that business, to launch that idea during a recession. But if you do it, the payoff is far greater than you can even imagine. So we've come to understand at this point that the issue that we have to contend with today regarding mindset and having a mindset that is recession proof is really centered on conquering fear. Napoleon Hill writes in the book Think and Grow Rich, chapter 15, that there are six fears that we all have to learn to contend with appropriately so that they don't hold us back, stunt our growth, or cripple us from doing that which we desire to do or achieve. I'm going to share with you the six fears in order of magnitude. The first is the fear of poverty. The second is the fear of criticism. Third, the fear of illness. Fourth, the fear of loss of love of someone. Fifth, the fear of old age. And lastly, the fear of death. We already know that the fear of poverty is what we're up against. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a little closer look at the symptoms present day we call those triggers that bring about fear in our lives listen carefully to each of these and as you hear them reconcile within yourself whether these are applicable to you or not indifference the lack of ambition or initiative laziness no willingness to enhance oneself or little self-control. Indecision, wavering between two courses of action and the inability to select one, paralysis, analysis, or analysis, paralysis. Doubt, this is a big one, family. The feeling of I may not be able to do it, a lack of confidence, excuses to remain uncommitted. Number four, worry, fault finding, what if, and that entire roller coaster that goes along with what if. Number five, overcaution, perpetual glass half empty thinking, worst case scenarios, and painting those pictures and living within that construct daily. Last one, procrastination, refusal to start, to accept responsibility, ducking under perfection and or other work that doesn't lead to the outcome. These are 
the six triggers that Napoleon Hill shared that go with specifically the fear of poverty. If you don't have the book, I suggest that you get it. You can also um, harvest this information from his wife's site, and she has done a great job of collecting all of his works and making those available um, at no charge, in most cases with PDF documents. To overcome these symptoms, we have to get in touch with ourselves and determine which one is holding us back. Is it indifference? Is it indecision? Is it doubt? Is it worry? Are we overly cautious? Or do we procrastinate? Ask yourself that question until you're able to isolate which one it is. Rewind, review this, listen to it again. Take the action item of understanding which one is impacting you. Because until you understand what the trigger is, you won't be able to have the level of awareness when it happens why you're now in this state. We don't want at any point fear to paralyze us and prevent us from moving forward. It's very important that you understand these triggers. Take a moment to identify specifically which one that may be at work in your life. Understanding the triggers that are creating the mindset and associated behaviors is of epic importance. I recommend that you get an accountability partner. I recommend that you get a life coach or a mentor. You need to be with people who are not afraid You need to be around people who are always glass half full. Center yourself around ideas and concepts that are positive, that are go forward. We never want to be looking in the rearview mirror. What's done is done. We don't want to be looking so far into the future that we can't be present right now. And the best way for us to move toward a place where we can have the things that we desire, that we can move forward in a time like this where so many millionaires and billionaires are being self-made. We've got to break through this fear. I remember reading a book some time ago, Dr. Susan Jeffers said, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's my advice to each of us. Whenever you have something that is very, very near and dear to you, you've got a burning desire, that's half the battle. As you move along the journey from the concept, the idea, to those things that you have to execute to complete or fulfill the idea, everything that pops up along that road is going to be something in your subconscious mind, something in your self-talk, or something that you gain from your environment. In this case, the news is really the one that's hyping this up. So turn it off. Turn off the news. Don't listen to it anymore. And if you choose to leave it on, then adopt a mindset that says, it doesn't matter 
for me what they're saying, I'm going to be of the mindset that I'm going to move forward and I'm not going to let fear hold me back. There is a practical side of this, though, and let me just digress for a moment. There are people that are in industries who have jobs that could be impacted. When I'm working with folks and that question comes up, my first nugget of truth or advice is that at all times we should be investing in ourselves. And if we're not doing those things that are necessary to enhance our skills, we should be. It's never too late. No one's ever too old. You can do it now. You only need to start, be consistent, stay the course until completed. If you're in a particular profession that is on the brink of being superseded by artificial intelligence, as an example, then let's start to take a look at new things that you can do over a period of one's career. You're going to have at least three different opportunities before you sort of check out of corporate and retire. Maybe it's time to take a look at a different track for this next chapter of your life. The key note there is we should always be improving. We should always be learners, life learners. Neuroscience tells us that if we don't revisit new information within 24 hours, those new neurosynoptic connections tend to start to unravel. The unraveling is what we call memory loss. Here's a practical application in how you can curtail memory loss regarding this specific topic. If you're going to thrive during a recession, when you're in the midst of a conversation and that conversation is on the television, is in your workplace, is out and about when you're running errands, and you start to hear other people articulating how they feel, I want you to remember these six triggers. Indifference, indecision, doubt, worry, overcaution, and procrastination. I want you to remember those and remember that you are working diligently on the one that impacts you or the two that impact or those that impact you. And there's going to be an outright refusal in your mind not to accept those things that are being said by those individuals, groups, however you're gaining access to this recessionary conversation. Instead, you're going to think about a future state and visualize how you are conquering the trigger that has been impacting you and how your life is going to be far better as a result and that you will be able to capitalize on this particular event and that it's not going to have an adverse impact on you or your family. You got this. You can master that trigger and master that fear so that you can take full advantage of this recessionary downturn. And after you see just a little bit 
of progress that's going to give you even that much more momentum to keep moving forward. And before you know it, you will have a recession-proof mindset. Thank you for listening to today's show. Feel free to share this with your friends and family. You can tag me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R, Thought Life. Let me know what you think of the show and if there are any topics that you would like me to cover. But before we break, I want to remind you, you are well equipped, you are enough, and you can do it. We're going to do everything we can on this podcast to get you all of the tools that you need to realize each and every one of your dreams. Until next time, take care and be safe.